This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He's not a crazy religious person. He's just crazy about this show, Ryan Nelson. So who had molesting cannibals on their bingo card? <laughs> I did not even know. Probably should have seen it coming at some point because that's yeah, about all that yeah. was left. So, uh, but no, I did not have that on my bingo card. So, uh, if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the penultimate episode of the first season of The Last of Us, titled "When We Are in Need" on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad free. Doesn't matter if you're going as low as the three dollar level, as high as the twenty dollar level, or any level in between. Regardless of what level you sign up for, you will get the show ad free. All you have to do is sign up to be a patron at our website and then download the app and you can listen to the show completely ad-free. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to interact with the show, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any questions you have, any comments, any thoughts that you might have about some of the stuff that we're covering. If you would ever like to recommend some things for us to cover in the future or just give us any type of feedback whatsoever, we would love to hear that. And you can go to your email and send us an email at mainattractionpod.com pod at gmail.com all right so this is the penultimate episode of the last of us and we've actually had about a 10 minute conversation about this and for whatever reason our recorder didn't record so we're going to try to recreate that conversation for you now uh but anyway so we talked a little bit about last week episode in that we were kind of a little bit down on it we we didn't think it was quite the best episode that we had seen of the show this episode i think obviously took it back up another level what do you think just general thoughts about this episode yeah i thought this episode was so tense and it was one of the best of the series i would put it up there with was that episode five i think it's episode five yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. i I would put it up there with five it like it's one of the best ones it was so tension filled yeah like it was frightening Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There were, we get back into the just the tension, the frightening. And I, actually, I think that's episode four, the one that we're talking about that had okay. the second one with Melanie Linsky was episode four. Yeah. So, and that's no, it was episode five. You're right because episode three was uh, the Bill and Frank episode. So it is episode yeah. five. It's kind of hard to keep all these things aligned. So, but also uh, Scott Shepard as David incredible work as a villain. Yeah, he was really good as a villain. Uh, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't really sure what they were going to do with this character when they first bring him in, but as you mentioned, kind of as you kind of alluded to, uh, the moment you hear because what they start this episode with is him reading from Revelation chapter twenty-one. Whenever you have this as your beginning, somebody reading from Revelation in this calm kind of like monotone voice, yeah, you're like, oh, we're about to really get 
wild on this episode yeah. they really people did are going to die and lots of people did uh like i said it was just an interesting way to start the episode i thought it was it gave the creepy ominous vibes yeah but i didn't i was completely in shock of where they were going with this i didn't see any of what they were coming down the line basically the fact that they were cannibals that this guy was like a child molester none of yeah. this i well, we really saw coming I didn't see that they were going to be the same group that that had run into Joel and Ellie from the you know from last or two episodes ago. Right. You know, and I I wasn't I didn't I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I could I thought that might be the case because we talked about this when we talked about uh, a little bit in last week's episode on the when they were doing the preview for for the next week uh, when they're doing that little uh, next week on The Last of Us. I thought that maybe they looked a little bit like the same people who attacked him, but just the way that they are portrayed here at the beginning, because there is a civilized aspect right. to them that we didn't get from those guys that attacked Joel and Ellie in episode six. So I, I wasn't really, I was thinking, well, maybe I was wrong about that. And, and they didn't show the long haired crew until they come looking for Ellie. Right. You're right. They don't show them until then. So like I said, I wasn't, I, I thought maybe that was the case, but when this episode gets started, we're kind of going into it. I didn't see this coming at all. So when they are doing the, when they're doing this funeral for this guy at the very beginning of this, they talk about the, the daughter who is obviously upset about her father having been killed. They talk about she goes to David and she says, "Can we can we bury him?" And he says, "No, it's too cold. The the ground's too hard. We won't be able to dig into it. We'll have to wait until spring." Did you think anything about that when they said that? I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I mean, it made sense, you know, because you just saw so much snow. But I right. mean, I should have realized what show I was watching. <laughs> well, uh, one of the things I thought was I thought there has to be something to that because they kind of. Like to kind of point that out yeah. made me think. Well, there's got to be something to that. I didn't see coming down the line that the reason why they are actually aren't going to bury him is because they're going to string him up and like clean his body so that they can use it for uh. food later on. Uh, like I said, I I just didn't see any of that coming, and they hold this fact from us for quite a while into the episode. Yeah, yeah, until Ellie sees like their where they're doing the magic i guess you yeah would say. like I, said, I couldn't really tell what that was that she saw I couldn't either. so I couldn't either. i'm not really sure what exactly it is because i, I rewound it like three times like trying to get a glimpse of what it was that she saw that made her that made the light bulb go off in her head that these people are actually eating other people but i never could tell it looked like some kind of uh i don't know like a, a bandage or something maybe yeah. and maybe that's what what she figured uh, out and she was looking around she sees that she's there in the uh a, a, a uh, 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 like a meat packing, meat packing plant. Yeah. So, Joel runs into what's left. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. So, uh, I don't know. It's like I said, I really didn't. I, I couldn't quite tell, but something clicked in her head that made her yeah. realize that they were eating other people. So, uh, but they do start alluding to this. Like I said, that's the first thing that they allude that they use to allude to it. The second thing they allude to it is the. After they after they have captured the deer that Ellie uh, shot originally, and they bring it back, right before they bring the deer back, uh, somebody walks in as they're preparing the, the stew for the evening meal. The one of the guys says, one of the, the lady that's sitting there says, 
what is that referring to the meat that he brings in and she he says it's venison and at the moment i thought well this is just the deer that they just caught but it yeah. obviously wasn't because they brought it in yeah. so like i said i thought that was a clever way to kind of hint towards it without actually coming actually coming out and saying yeah. that uh but one of the things about this is in the game because one of the things that uh we have discovered and one of the things that about the way ryan and i cover this is neither of us have played the game and we do that we we record about this show as soon as we get done watching it so uh one of the things that i just we've discovered since the game took place is this is downloadable content from last week at least last week's episode was downloadable content so if you're not really aware of how games work in today's uh gaming world basically because of the way with the internet and everything is when you release a game you can actually go back in later and provide more content to that game and sometimes it's content you might have to purchase or sometimes it might just be extra content that they provide to you but last week's episode is what's called downloadable content and when you get this content it unlocks this backstory for ellie that's called uh the left behind in which they give the story of ellie and riley and how they came to be and just kind of what has changed ellie and i one of the things I think that they might be hinting at, and I'll be interested if they kind of talk about this in next week's episode, because at the end of this episode, David is asking her, how did you survive? Or how did you, uh, what what was, or what's so special about you? Like I said, yeah. and I'm wondering if what they're hinting at at this is that the reason why she's alive isn't because there's something special about her blood there's not something special about her it's just because when we ended episode seven her and riley were talking about you know we're not going to give up we're not going to just let this thing kill us and Uh if it's basically she just willed herherself to survive i'm what what were your thoughts about that when you heard that yeah i mean i I knew that like it was leading to something for the next episode but I don't know, man. I'm I'm very curious what it what has made her so special. Yeah, because like I said, I I didn't know. I, I wasn't really sure. They don't end. They don't end the episode with us seeing what happens to Riley. Yeah. And I personally, we talked about this last week. I kind of thought that would be all that we see. But it makes me think now with hearing the way David talked at the end of this thing, it made me think that well, maybe they are going to give us a little bit more about what happened afterwards yeah, yeah. so i'll like that i'll be interested in what they do here in the in the finale next week uh but like i said so one of the things that works out really well is uh ellie has just shown how much she has grown as a person yeah. in in this episode uh talk about how much what all you noticed about the way that she's grown yeah you can tell so much of her she, she has taken what Joel has taught her and really mastered it from the hunting, right? being able to track the deer, even her escaping. Mm-hmm. You could see that she was looking around the, the cage to see different ways. And my God, she can use some weapons. Yeah, she can. She's She has gotten very resourceful in everything that she has learned in the times that she has been with Joel to to a good and to a bad for, because we'll, we'll talk about this as we get closer to the end. You know, just the brutal nature nature of survival, and kind of we talked about a little bit about this, just how much you know needing to survive can just only focus on survival. How that can be devastating as a person. We kind of see what that is like for somebody here at the end of this of this episode. But 
like I said, one of the things that I noticed immediately is when she notices those crows leave when all yeah. the people are coming to capture her. That was one of the things I noticed because most people, and like in today's society, wouldn't think anything about you know crows just flying off. But she has realized that if that happens, that means there's somebody out there, and like she just immediately recognizes it, and it just really shows what she's done as how she's grown as a person. But well, she also knew to try to get them away from Joel. Now, granted, her plan was not good at all because they right. killed Horace immediately. Rest in peace. Horse, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, she at least was trying. Yeah, she was trying, and I think it. I, th- I think her plan was as good as it probably could be, though. I mean, you're in a yeah. you're in a tough yeah. situation, so I I felt like she kind of under- knew that she might get might get herself captured, but uh, she was at least going to do her best to keep Joel because she knows that if she can keep Joel alive for at least a little bit, then then she's got a chance. Uh, yeah, she just yeah. knows that she's got to keep him alive. But the way that they reveal that this, that these people are the people that encountered that Joel and Ellie encountered in, at the end of episode six is just really cool because she comes yeah. across James and David at, uh, towards the beginning of this, after she has shot the deer and David tells James, who is played by Troy Baker, who is the voice of Joel, which is great because I, I was—I had a feeling they would get whoever voiced Joel to, yeah. to show up in this, and this is where he shows up. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. And you mentioned earlier when we first recorded about this uh, about his credits. So what were you yeah, saying? Yeah, he about is that? like if you've played any video game the last fifteen years, there's probably a good chance he's in it. He plays Bruce Wayne and Batman and a lot of Arkham games mm-hmm. and in a lot of uh, animated stuff. So right. he is a long IMDb, very, very successful voice actor. Yeah, and if you look at when I, once I realized that he was the voice of Joel, and you look at him and I, you look at his IMDb picture, you can actually yeah. see that they modeled the character of Joel after him. I mean, they, they they look very similar right. when you when you see the yeah. the uh, video game character and you yeah, see they him. Really do. So, uh, but so they send David sends James off to go get the medicines because they're going to basically trade part of the deer for for the medicine, and there's some bonding going on between David and. And Ellie at this point, and there's very much a creepy undertone to this guy, but you don't really see it until yeah. he starts to retell the tale about the four guys that they sent off to go find to scavenge for stuff. And the music kicks in when she, he starts talking about uh, one of the guys didn't come back, and they encountered this crazy guy with a daughter. I thought that was just really cool the way they're kind of showing the sinisterness of this character they've introduced to yeah. us i did not see that coming I, I was completely shocked by that uh shout out scott shepherd as david longtime theater actor mostly known for that and you could tell he has that gravitas that theater right. background even in this he almost looks like he's in a play Just yeah he the does. way he's you know delivering monologues and you know i mentioned uh, on episode five, I felt bad for whoever has to replace Melanie Linsky as the next villain. Well, Scott Shepard delivered. I feel bad for whoever's after him. Yeah, he does a really good job of delivering because he he does this thing where he is, especially at the beginning, where he has this calmness about him. He has this. Yeah. He's very collected. But you can just tell in the way that he talks, in the way that he acts, in the way that he is uh just speaking he is he there's something sinister to him that is kind of mm-hmm. beneath the surface you don't really know what it is he, he's hiding some violence yes he is he's hiding some violence that's a really good way to put it 
And like I said, you don't really know what it is, but you can tell that there is something just kind of beneath the surface, and you're just kind of waiting for it to show its ugly head. And when it finally does, it really shows its ugly yeah. head. So. Yes. All right, so after she has kind of had this confrontation with with David and James, she does get the medicine from James because David wants her to take the medicine. Uh, she takes it back to Joel, and you know I do have a little, I do question whether or not that this is the best way to actually administer this this medicine by actually jabbing it into the wound itself. But nevertheless, yeah. it, it seems to work uh, because he seems to be recovering. The next day, yeah. he uncovers it and it looks better. Per my doc in the box, it should go in the buttocks. <laughs> True, that's where they always inject it. But uh, yeah, but you know what? Like I said, it seems to be working because he worked work well. Yeah, because he is recovering. But he's not. By the time that she is, by the time she needs Joel, he's still not where he needs to be. You know, again, showing the resourcefulness. She does go out after she's started administering this medicine to Joel. Uh, she goes out, she gets some snow for the horse because she realizes the horse has to be taken care of just like Joel has to be taken care of. Uh, I think it's a really smart thing. to. It's a yeah. little thing, but it's a. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing to put in there that sh- she's constantly thinking about all this stuff yeah. and showing the way that she's grown. And, and rest in peace the horse again. Yes, rest in peace the horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was kind of cool, just kind of a side note, I thought it was cool they showed how they did that scene in the... Yes, the, that was very cool. Yeah, if you watch the... Also, after that horse had been shot, I was like, this is before I, they were cannibals. I was like, well, I know they're going to be eating that horse. And I was thinking the same thing. It's like, well, they're going to eat the horse now. I was like, I, I was wondering, like, I wonder what horse tastes like because, you know, you don't eat horse. Yeah. But like, I figured they were, you know, obviously they need the food, so they're going to eat the horse. More but, meat on that horse and that uh, deer, probably. Yeah, probably. I would think there would be anyway, so... Uh, but so Ellie basically tries to get the, the people away and she does. And this is kind of when Joel as that one guy, I don't know who he is, but as that one guy is, I'm guessing it's Josiah, uh, as he is going through the house, trying to see if Joel is actually there. This is when Joel starts to wake up and he's starting to get his strength back. And yeah. Buddy, when he gets his strength back, this Ooh. is this is one of the things I think they've been kind of hinting at is that love is driving love is a driving force in this show because Ellie and Joel obviously love each other. They love each other like like daughter and son at this and I'm sorry, as uh, daughter and father at this point. And they said, you know, but love being driven by love isn't always a good thing. And I think we're seeing that because he yeah. is just absolutely brutal to yeah. these people. What do you think about this? I thought it was just a beautiful thing to watch. Like you said, the father out for revenge. He even asked for their help and then he just kills them anyway. Right. He just kills them anyway. He kills them brutally. I mean, it's, yes, I mean, yeah. stabbing them in the knee, that one guy in the knee. I mm-hmm. mean, it is not a pleasant way to go. No. I mean, he is going to find Ellie. He gets the information that he wants. And even, I mean, that one guy who's tied out gets to look like a piano. He says, you know, why, why did you do that? Why did you, why did you kill him? He gave you what you want. And he's basically said, "Oh, I, I, I believe him. That's why I went ahead and killed him because I believed him. I don't have to worry about it. I don't need anything from you anymore." So, uh, like I said, Joel is kind of on a bit of a rampage. And one of the things that you expect, and they don't do it in this, and they even talked about this in the in the uh, behind the scenes thing on the episode. You expect, as Joel is getting his strength back, you expect Joel to come in and save the day. And Neil Druckmann said, you know, we didn't want any of that. And that's that's not what happens. Joel gets there after all this is played out. 
Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, I, I love too. that Ellie ends up taking care of herself. I'm also glad they didn't show whatever she did to David because she hit him yep. about 30 times yeah. that cleaver. I don't want to see what was left. Yeah, I don't, don't want to see what was what that was left of him either. So, um, But when we get back to after this is kind of all played out, we see that Ellie wakes up. She's in a cage. David is talking to her. And this is when the really creepy stuff starts yes. to come in. Uh, this is salt <laughs> the lab stuff right here. Uh, so they're talking, and David is telling her about just who he is and all this type of stuff. And you start to realize the way that he is talking to Ellie in this, that there is that he's not only has a because you can kind of tell from the moment that they meet and the moment they're talking there at the, uh, at the beginning. He has a respect for her, but now you can kind of see, oh, he has an infatuation for this girl. Yes, yes. there's an attraction there. He wants a child bride. Yeah, he wants a child He's bride. Sick, sick man. <laughs> and that's what he wants. He wants he basically wants to to have have her as a wife. He wants to start a family Co-lead. with this girl. Co-lead, yeah. I mean, look, he's not wrong in terms of the fact that, yes, she is, would be a great leader. She has those yeah. qualities. He's yeah. not wrong about that, but you're wrong in the fact that you're trying to bribe her. I mean, that's right. your problem. I don't know how old this guy is, but I'm guessing Brother, around our age. Wrong. Had you been on Game of Thrones, this this may have worked out for you. Well, that's true. He could have, he would have done well in House of the Dragons. So yeah. uh, that would have worked out well for him. But yeah, wrong show, sir. Yeah, wrong show. You're wrong in the wrong Sunday HBO. Night HBO show. Yeah, wrong HBO show for you. Right, so. that worked. <laughs> uh, but and I think it's and again, this just shows how. Yeah. intelligent ellie has become because she recognizes it too and she yeah. puts her hand up there and he she started he starts to hold her hand that's when she jumps into action and just breaks his fingers oh that looks so painful it really did sounded painful too yeah, it did. <laughs> uh but and this is when we kind of see what has also been boiling beneath the surface of ellie because you know when she first saw that that infected in i guess it was episode I guess it was episode three. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, at the gas yeah. station. Episode four because they were at the gas station, uh, and she like kills it. And she kind of take a, took a lot of joy in killing it. Uh, she's you know when we see her with Riley and just 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 smashing everything up. You know now we kind of see that, and this is what David talks is talking to her about. He says, you know, I see a lot of you, and I see a lot of me in you, and this I, this thing where he says you have a violent heart, and yeah. we kind of see that coming through. That you know she is an incredibly violent. And she is becoming a lot more like Joel right. as she can easily get older. I just thought that was really good. I thought it was very good. Again, shout out to Scott Shepard. The way he plays this, perfectly. Right. So he's like I said. The moment he's trying to be, he's trying to be sweet. He's trying to be, you know, kind of coddle her and convince her to, Creepy. yeah, become his bride is what he's trying to convince her. But the moment she breaks his fingers, that's kind of all. And then we see the real David. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He goes and gets James, and they're basically going to kill her because they're going to eat her. Because uh, this yeah. is also, like I said, I don't know. What it was that made it realize and click in her brain that these guys were cannibals. I know you didn't see, but what, yeah, what were you thinking when you saw that? Whatever it was that she saw, I was thinking. I was at first, I didn't know what it was. Right. Uh, I thought maybe it was her female issues yeah. for a second, 
And then I thought, and then I heard, started screaming about cannibalism. I was like, oh, God, is this where yeah. we're at? Well, like I said, I, I picked up on that as soon as like he came in and uh, he slides the plate and I was like, but I could not tell what it was that she saw. I, like yeah. I said, the only thing I can think of it was a bandage and she's kind of putting two yeah. together over in the sawmill and all this type of stuff. I, I don't know. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, but when she when he brings James back into the room, uh, they're getting ready to kill her so they can eat her. And again, she's showing her intelligence at this point because when they're fighting to get her onto that table, she bites David and she then declares, I'm infected. And that's when he kind of stops. He's like, whoa, wait a minute, she's infected. And, yeah. and she's like, now you are too. And credit to David, he realizes, you know, we've seen this girl for a few days now at this point. If she was infected, right. something she would have turned or she would have started to show some, some some of the signs of turning at this point. So, like I said, I thought that was really smart. And it sets up the basically the final battle between these two at the end. And I thought it worked. And also where she just kills poor uh, James. Yes. So, she, like, takes the cleaver, like, stabs him in the neck, and his blood is just going everywhere. The, one of the bloodiest episodes of the of the season, to oh, say the least. Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, but also while this is all this is going on, you still have Joel who's trying to find her. He comes across all of the previous people, or at least some Dude. of the most recent people that they have uh, chopped yeah. up, uh, because they are all these people without heads, and it looked like they already had a horse in there. <laughs> yes, that, they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they were getting ready to prepare to eat. Uh, but it just kind of shows you rest in peace to the horse again. Yeah, rest in peace to the <laughs> horse again. So, uh, but you know, he he realizes that this is probably the fate that is waiting Ellie yeah. if I don't get to her. Uh, right. and you know, so it, it speeds up his progression to go after her. But you get the standoff between David and between Ellie. And one of the things I think that's very interesting about this is when she is hiding from him and she sets basically like the cafeteria on fire, yeah. he is talking about this idea of what's so special about you why did why did you survive uh because i know you're not actually infected why are why were you able to survive and in last week's episode you know one of the things that we talked about was if we were going to see riley again or not yeah and i said i didn't think that was going to be the case i figured that they just didn't want to show us they just didn't want us to see her turn into a, a, a mushroom zombie and but now i'm starting to question it because you know he's kind of hinting at this you know did you just want, he, he basically says did you just have like this will to survive did you just want to survive what was it that caused you to survive and there's that speech at the end of episode seven that riley gives where we're not going to just give up we're not going to just let this kill us and i'm wondering if now if the reason why she is that why she was able to survive is just because she had the will to survive. What were your thoughts when hearing yeah, him talk I, about this? I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm like you. I heard him say the thing about special. So I was like, I feel like we got to know something, but I, I just feel like they have to show us what is special. about her. Yeah, I know. Cause they haven't really talked about that. This is kind of the first time yeah. that they get into this. And you know, the, all we know is that she's that she's immune, but we don't know why. And yeah, like I said, they kind of are hinting at this idea that maybe it's because she had the will to live, and maybe maybe it isn't something special about 
her. Maybe it's just that she has to convince everybody that they have to just want to survive. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be interested yeah. to see what they do next week in the finale about if they do bring Riley back. If mm-hmm. we do get more of that, uh, if we find out just how she changed or anything like that, because I really didn't think we were going to see her again. But after seeing this speech and this confrontation between her and David, it makes me think there's there's more to this than I yeah. originally thought. So, uh, but it basically ends with Ellie. Then you mentioned this earlier. She just. Um, basically she's getting he's getting she's getting ready to be raped by david which yeah i will say this this is a really interesting thing that they put in here because look if you've been following the catholic church uh you know for many years of my life i was in the southern baptist church uh and there's been all kinds of reports of sexual abuse among the clergy and stuff like this it's like it's very apropos for this to be in here but that this religious mm-hmm. leader is now getting ready to rape this young girl uh go against her will and like i said it, it's it's pretty apropos that they're putting this in there but uh you know as he's getting ready to as he's trying to undo his pants that's when she grabs the cleaver stabs him and then just completely lets out all of her anger and frustration on David. Yeah, uh, she may have a, a future as a butcher, the way she was going <laughs> to town on him. Yeah, she might. Uh, so he's probably learned a little bit more, like, a little bit better practice in terms of, like, yeah. preserving the meat, but nevertheless. Uh, she just, like, there at some point I was like, she's going to stop, right? I mean, she just kept yeah. going and going and going. And I, I would have thought there had been more blood, though. There yeah, wasn't that's true. a lot of blood on because the way she was going, I thought she was going to be covered true. and blood yeah because she went after him she went after him hard to say the least yes. Yes. uh but when she finally emerges from the building uh she's just a complete total mess and that's when joel uh that's when we finally see joel again he he he, he wraps her up in a hug uh and it's very it's very interesting that he calls her baby girl because yeah. if you don't remember from the first episode that is how he referred to his daughter in the first episode. And this is the first real sign of affection that he's shown to her. Right. It really was. My only thing was after he said that, I'm like, can y'all hurry the hell up and get out of this town? <laughs> yeah, I know. They were going so slow. I was like, run. And I was like, because obviously there are more people in the town. So I'm like, you, yeah. you probably need to have this little tender touching get moment. Killed half of them. Get out of here. Yeah. Go ahead and get out of there before we start having this little tender touching moment. So, uh, like I said, it's a it, it's a really good episode. It was more, episode. M- more of what I think we have gotten from this show yeah. up until this point. Like I said, last week it was not bad, but it wasn't quite as... It did, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked some of the previous yeah. ones, but this one really got me back into the mood for the well, show. IMDb shows that it was the lowest rated by, by a lot. Oh, was it really? I didn't even notice that. Let me see. So now that you mentioned it, because I want to... That makes me curious now. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. It's just, it was a seven point four. Where the rest of them have all been eight or higher. So yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely that, that is the case. Uh, it just came. Look, it, we talked about this last week. I think it just came at a really poor yeah. time of the episode. I think they could have done that earlier, mixed it in throughout the course of the season or something. So anyway, that's just our opinion. So uh, good episode, great episode. I think they kind of got back on track. I'm yeah. we next week. Look, they didn't give us much in the yeah. in the coming up on. Uh, we will get at least one more zombie because there it looks like there's one more zombie that's going after Ellie in the uh, finale. But that was that was all we got. So like they were shooting guns a lot. That's about all we saw. Yeah. So 
Real quick, do you think the biggest threat will be uh, to Ellie and Joel next week? Is that going? Is it going to be mushroom zombies, or is it going to be other people? Well, they showed mushroom zombies, which makes me think it's going to be other people. Yeah, that's kind of the way I think too. Uh, so, like I said, I'll, I'll be interested in how they how they handle this finale and where they kind of go with it. Because honestly, yeah, I don't know where they're going with. It, to be perfectly honest with me you, either. So. All right, uh, anything else you want to discuss, or do we want to go ahead and go to our awards? I think we're ready for awards. I would agree with you, so let's do some awards real quick. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we like to do three awards when we are covering a season of a television show. Up first, we have the Tyrion Lannister, which is the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister? I'm going to have to go code here. We're going to have to shout out Scott Shepard. Right. Because uh, he was he was just so good, and this is going to be his only episode. And then Bella Ramsey. Just yeah maybe probably her best episode oh yeah i think it's definitely her best episode i don't think there's any question about that in my opinion i think she was just absolutely phenomenal in this and she has really shown look she was good in game of thrones don't get me wrong but she has come a long way since then so uh the agatha all along the best scene of the week what are you going with Man, I'm gonna have to go with the the where her and David start talking in the cell, mm-hmm. and then to the to the final battle. Yeah, I think that's the the way to go with this is just because it it shows just how depraved this person is. And if you speaking yeah. of depraved, that's one of the things they talked about in the after the behind the scenes stuff is that this show is all about deprivation and just how deprived how depraved people can get in this type of a world that they're living in and just kind of shows how depraved that yeah one how ellie and joel can get when they're at their desperate ends and also how depraved these people have become so just really good all around so the if you come with the king you best not miss the best line of the week what'd you go with this episode had the most lines yeah, this is like the hardest one to pick too so i'm gonna i'll read some other ones after just figured out what you have but i'm gonna go with it's okay baby girl because that that, yeah, that meant the most of the show yeah it was a good one uh what i ended up going with is uh you have a heart of violence i thought that was just because it was yeah. so telling about who david was and who about who right. ellie actually is uh but i also really thought about going just the beginning of the show where he's reading revelation i thought about going there uh but there's a lot well, what else did you also- have any sudden move and it's going right between the eyes. Right. Same for you, buddy boy. She <laughs> kept referring to James as buddy boy. I thought that was yeah. great. And then also, you went from teacher to preacher because it effing rocks. That's what and I kind of thought like, too. And then David had one other. He's like, when when he has her, she's like, why am I tied up? He's like, because I'm afraid of you. You are a dangerous person. You have definitely proven that. Yeah, that was a good one, too. So there were a lot of good lines in this one. I'm, I'm with you on that. So, All right. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Just beneath Game of Thrones is Lost. Middle of the road up for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is a full house. And the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. Uh, we both have been at Game of Thrones. I'm assuming we're staying there. Oh, absolutely, man. This is this, this may be the best episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think, like I said, uh, it's between this and episode five, the one yeah. uh, with uh, Melanie Linsky is kind of the second episode of Melanie Linsky. Yeah. One of those two is the best. I, I, I kind of waver back and forth. I'll have to think more about which one's the best one so far. And we'll we still got one more episode to go, so that's right. We'll see, but yeah, I'm with you on this. It's still Game of Thrones. It's it's pretty much been a Game of Thrones since it started. So it is. 
All right. Uh, before we head off for the week, we do want to give you some recommendations for some things that we've watched here this past week. And I want to pass them along to you. So what do you got for us this week? I got five. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. So Creed Three, okay. fantastic. Michael B. Jordan against Jonathan Majors. Worth every penny if you're a fan of boxing. Right. If you're a fan of these movies, if you're a fan of the Rocky series. Creed series is fantastic. Michael B. Jordan is actually the director of this. Oh, is he really? really it's really, really good. I will warn you, Sylvester Stallone is not in this. Yeah. He's fighting with the 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 rights to rock instead right. of he happened. But I'm telling you, it's really good. It's worth watching. Uh, Chris Rock, uh, his new comedy special came out oh, did, last really? night. It's, it was it was the first time uh, Netflix had done a live special. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And it, it's really good. And I'll just go ahead and tell you what you want to hear. The last 10 minutes are about Will Smith, and he makes a very funny good point about it. So does he really? Okay. So, I, I didn't realize he, that came out. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six came out uh, yeah. Friday on Amazon. First three episodes, I really enjoyed it. I re- loved the audio book. This was a really, really famous audio book. I thought they did a good job. It's me, kind of like a hot music kind of thing. Let me ask you this because uh, one of the things that I have I've heard I've heard very much similar things that people are saying it's really good, but I've also heard that people who didn't read the book may not like this. What were your thoughts? Oh, I, I disagree on okay. that. Okay, like I have not yeah. seen it. But I, I want to get to it eventually. Like, it's it's like a a seventies rock behind the music. Okay, I I don't see where you. Uh, being a book reader or not shouldn't affect it. Okay. I, I would be into this if I hadn't read the book. Okay, like I said, I was well, just curious. Audio book, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. uh, Megan, the horror movie about the killer AI robot. Yes. Very fun. It's on Peacock. Oh, is it uh, on Peacock? Say, yeah, it's the unrated version, so there's some <laughs> very graphic really. graphic kills, but it's fun. It's not scary at all. Uh, I've been wanting to watch it, but the, yeah. I, like, scary toys is like... Like it's it's really fun, and Allison Williams for some reason has been doing a lot of horror, and she's really good at it. Okay, uh, so uh, br- bravo to it. And last, uh, Outer Banks, I had watched eight episodes when we talked last week. I watched the last two. Did you have you watched? It I yet? haven't gotten to it yet. And... They set up season four and beyond. I was fist pumping i was so Not excited really. what they have done i can't wait to talk about it with you when you watch i can't wait to talk about it with anyone if you've watched other <laughs> banks please pop me up <laughs> yeah, i was so excited when i saw where they're going with this yeah, I have not had a chance to watch the new season yet. I've been watching a bunch of other stuff, so I haven't gotten to it yet. I plan to get to it, hopefully. If not this week, probably during spring break when uh, I'm off. So, yeah. All right, uh, that's your last one, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so all right, I've got a few. Uh, one of the things that I am recommending is a movie on HBO Max. It was in theaters. I never got around to watching it. Uh, it's called See How They Run. It's on HBO Max. It's uh, got Sam Rockwell in it. Yeah, I watched this a while back. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. If you like whodunits, and despite what uh, Joe Goldberg says in the fourth season of You, whodunits are great. They are not the lowest form of literature. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love a good whodunit. I love a good mystery, and and it's a really good one. Uh, it's it's kind of a, like I said, I don't want to give it away. But if you, if you yeah. like mystery shows, it's a really good one. I th- thought it worked really, really well. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the other one I am recommending, uh, I've been telling people, I've been talking about on the show that I've been trying to watch all the Best Picture nominees. Triangle of Sadness just came out on Hulu. We talked about this in our Mandalorian episode. Uh, I did watch it this weekend. 
it's a weird movie. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say this. It is a it is very much a dark comedy. I mean, it is an incredibly dark comedy. Like the menu type dark? No. Uh it's the menu I never thought was weird, if that makes any sense. I just thought I, I mean it was That's interesting. It, it, I mean it was weird, but it wasn't like just like off the rails weird. This kind of okay. gets off the rails weird at times. Okay. okay. Uh, it's the times it's very, very funny at times. It's, it will make, I will say this. You're going to have a, I, I know you and I know how you don't like watching people puke. I was going to say, I know there's a vomit <laughs> scene in this because I've seen people talk about it. Yes. Uh, I will just say that was tough to watch. It was really, oh, no. really tough to watch. Oh no, I don't like vomit. Uh, but yeah, the, there's, there's a scene in there that is, is really just really disgusting. I mean, I was oh like, Oh God. my gosh. Um, right. it, it has a lot to say. Uh, that's one of the things that's, that that's a, the, about, about wealth and the, the, the uh, disparity of wealth and uh, poverty and all this type of stuff. Like I said, it's, I can see it's good. I, I don't think it's among the best things that I've seen all year. It is good though. Uh, or, but like I said, I'm, I see why it can be a, a, an Academy Award nominee just because it's that type of film. I would suggest, yeah. I would recommend watching it. I will say it is a little bit long. Uh, it is not I going to be. That. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a solid two and a half hours. It's not for everyone. I will also say that. Uh, so, like I said, if you don't know that you like it after like the first 30 minutes or so, you're probably not going to like it. I'll just say that. So, if, if, you're, okay. if you're not into it by 30 minutes, I would just go ahead and turn it off because you probably don't like it at that point. So, uh, I do say this. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I, you know, saddened more is a better word. The person who's kind of who's kind of the lead actress in this, she actually ended up passing away in December. Oh. Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, but the, the, everybody was talking about how this was going to kind of launch her career. And she ended up dying because she had a... Uh, she had her her pancreas removed i think uh early in her life and uh it made her kind of more prone to like being if she got sick it could hurt her and uh charlie b dean yeah and she ended up passing away in december so it or charlie b dean yeah i think it's charlie but uh this was going to be she was young yeah 32 i think if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah, so like I said, most people are thinking this would be like a a launching point for her career, and and she ended up passing away not long after it debuted. Uh-huh. So, but uh, like I said, it's good, but it's not going to be for everybody. So like I said, if you if you don't like it after thirty minutes, I would probably just turn it off and not waste your time for the next two yeah. hours. So, all right, uh, I guess that wraps us up for this week. Anything well, else? Everything, yeah? everywhere, all at once. Oscars next weekend. It's oh, yeah. on. It's on Paramount Plus. It's 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 a fun watch. Just make sure you make it to the end. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Yeah. There are going to be times you're like, what am I watching? But it's worth it. It was on HBO Max for a while, wasn't it? No, I think Episode. it's been on Paramount Plus the whole time. Okay. I, I thought it was on HBO Max. I couldn't remember. Uh, but yeah. Well, it's, they switch them around. They, they do. And that just drives me crazy because I can't find it. I'll look one, for one thing and I can't find it the next. So, uh, Oh, one other thing I will recommend. Uh, if you haven't been watching Poker Face, and I mentioned this in our Mandalorian episode, if you haven't been watching Poker Face, uh, the season finale is coming up. The first nine episodes have been fantastic. Uh, there have yeah. been a few that have been better than others, but it's just been really good. I would highly recommend yeah. it. So, All right. Anything else you want? to uh, mention before we head off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i would echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true